Hey guys, and welcome back to the Scott's Morning Show. It is Tuesday, November 13th, 2018, and today is Sadie Hawkins Day. So, if you're in school, I hope, uh, hope some chick asked you out or whatever the hell. I don't know if schools do that all on Sadie Hawkins Day or like this week or what what's going on with that I, I, I didn't even really consider what the hell that was about to be honest with you but uh yeah there's a whole day a whole story behind it when i first read the story i thought it was like a historical account but uh no it wasn't i was just being dumb so sadie hawkins was inspired by al cap's hillbilly comic strip called little abner <laughs> so uh the comic strip starts out in the town of Dogpatch, where Sadie Hawkins' father was the oldest, one of the oldest settlers on the land. So the dude, you know, he's one of the higher-ups. And uh, Sadie wasn't having any luck getting suitors. So by the age of 35, her dad really started to worry, you know. She's going to be living here forever if I don't do something. So he gathered all the unmarried men and um, put them in a race foot race and the loser was set to marry sadie hawkins um and then sadie ended up marrying john johnston there's this whole other i mean it was a comic strip there's this whole other story of um uh um this guy that she wanted to go off of that was court or go with mary who was courting someone else blah 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 but another version of the story uh told sadie hawkins was in the race, and whoever she caught would, um, you know, have to marry her, and then in 1939, two years after being published in, uh, Life Magazine, that's where this comic was published, there were 201 colleges participating in this, and then by 1952, so what is that, 13 years later, 40,000 venues were registered to be celebrating this Crazy, crazy day. <gasps> I wonder if, uh, I wonder if other countries have days like this. I don't know. I'm sure they do. I mean, shit. England just had one where they burned the guy, huh? Okay. Uh, what do we got here? We got some birthdays coming up. So, David Rossi, uh, from Criminal Minds, aka Joe Men. Men, Mantegna, Mantegna. Um, he's turning 71 today, and I swear to God, I just saw this dude in a TV show. I scrolled through all of his filmography, and I didn't see it, but I swear to God, this dude's like, man, I don't know. I know him. I know him from somewhere. But, uh, Yeah, let's jump into some more here. Whoopi Goldberg's turning 63. I thought she was a fuckload older than that. Um, Guess not. She's got her own show or some shit right now, right? I mean, I was going to list the movies she was in, but realistically, if you're younger than me, you probably don't remember any of them. She was in uh, that Nun movie. Um, Been in a lot of kids' movies. I don't know. I don't know. I'd never really liked Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, The janitor from Scrubs, Neil Flynn, turns 58 today. (gasps) Man, I got crap in my throat. And then we got Jimmy Kimmel, 51 today. He's got all sorts of shit going on. I don't watch any of it. 
Uh, and then Jared Butler from Machine Gun Preacher and 300 is 49 today. So I hear that name all the time, and I scrolled through his filmography, and I couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't find anything good there. <gasps> I mean, obviously 300 and Machine Gun Preacher was okay, but hold on a sec. Okay, let's jump into some history. Today in history. So in 1927, the Holland Tunnel opens. It was the first Hudson River vehicle tunnel that connected New York to New Jersey. There you go. I want to go go to New York one day. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know if I ever will, but I want to go. Uh, 1940 was the day that Fantasia was first released. So Disney's Fantasia. 1947 was the day the Soviets completed development on the AK-47. So, I mean, this is definitely one of the most influential guns of all time. It's on the Mozambique flag. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, that it should be AK-47 day, realistically. That fucking gun's had so much influence on the world. It's crazy. <gasps> Man, sorry, guys. Okay, let's get into our last little bit of history here. We've got 1970, the cyclone in East Pakistan hit and killed 500,000 people in one night. That's like all of Salt Lake and Utah County just like one night, bam, from a cyclone, dude. That's crazy. Uh, we also got 2013, didn't see this here, but Hawaii legalized same-sex marriages, so, there you go, let's get into some news of today, did I, what did I watch yesterday, oh, I watched Walking Dead, yeah, that was, uh, you know, for the first ep, I don't want to do any spoilers, but for the first episode after the big news, it was really good, I mean, it was a damn good episode, and I'll give you a little spoiler right now. I mean, it's not a big one, but the uh, dude from Fantastic Beasts is now one of the characters in the movie, so. Okay, I got somebody walking around out there. Um, okay, so let's get into some news here. We got the campfire is growing. So Northern California fire called Campfire has become the deadliest fire in California history. So the death toll for this fire alone has risen to 42. Most of the dead have been found in Paradise, California. Um, there are currently 52,000 people evacuated from Northern California with 1,385 of them in shelters. <laughs> That's pretty good. You know, out of 52,000, only 1,300 had to go to shelters. <gasps> that's pretty That's pretty damn good. I don't know how true those numbers are, though. That's probably the only amount of room they had in shelters, so everybody else just likes sleeping in their car. I don't know. Um, there has been over 117,000 acres swallowed up by this fire. So that includes 7,000 buildings being destroyed, and uh, 6,453 of those are people's houses, residential houses, just gone, man. I hope they had fire insurance. 
Uh, they'll end up getting fucked somehow. I mean, that's crazy. Six thousand, six and a half thousand fucking houses just burned up one fire. Like, holy shit. Okay, we'll do a little bit here on the other fires. We've got the Woosley Fire in Southern California. It has burned 93,000 acres and destroyed 435 structures, and it has claimed two lives. And then there's the Hill Fire, a little smaller fire. <gasps> I think this is the one that was... Um, I think this is the one that was by Malibu. I might be wrong, but there's... 4,531 acres burned because of the hill fire. So this brings the number of total acres burned in California to 214,531 acres. And that shit's rising because they got... You know, they got some of it contained, but... I think it's still spreading. I think it's still spreading. So let's jump into some other news here. We got uh, North Korea... Satellite images were found of found 13 of an estimated 20 hidden missile bases in North Korea. So this comes right after D. Trump said North Korea was no longer a nuclear threat after the June summit he had with Kim Jong Un. <gasps> um, yeah, I don't know, man. They're constantly doing the scare shit. I mean, we've been listening to this North Korea scare bullshit for. Quite a, quite a while, you know, I don't, I don't know, I mean, that's pretty crazy, obviously, um, I don't really know too much about North Korea, who's with them, I mean, is Russia aiding them, probably not, maybe, I don't know, maybe, you know, but even if they did get nuclear weapons, it's like, what, you got China, Russia, America, the UK, like, just fucking pointed at them, <laughs> Like, I don't know, I don't know, would they do it? Like, we could obviously shut it down, we're gonna fuck some shit up, but I, I guess it would be, I mean, I'm totally ignorant to the North Korea shit, so I don't know, I mean, if Russia was, like, with them, and then they launched shit, and then Russia had to retaliate, and then, like, uh, then I think we're all fucked. But, uh, realistically, <gasps> are people gonna do that? I mean, one crazy-ass dictator might, but... Is fucking Vladimir Putin gonna start shooting nukes around the world? Like, he knows. He knows what the fuck will happen. I just heard something about saying that the reason there is so much, like, peace in the earth right now, like, we're not all doing world wars, you know? Um, which, I mean, you hear about violence all the time, but, you know, um, definitely toned down a little bit. The world's not at war anymore, but... The only reason that is, <clears throat> is because of the nuclear weapons. You know, everybody knows that the next one's going to be bad. So, I don't know. <laughs> that fucking world is scary, man. It's a scary place right now. I mean, I've, I've talked about this all the time. I am the most worried about artificial intelligence. And that, I mean, that seems like the biggest threat. You know, obviously there's the scare that artificial intelligence could try to take over and, um, you know, they find out humans are useless creatures, but, uh, you know, and then surpass us. That's a fear, but, I mean, that's not, like, the biggest fear. I think the biggest fear is the fact that as this AI progresses, 
more and more jobs are lost in the world. You know, I mean, that's a fucking serious thing. It's a huge thing. As the world goes into poverty, and, you know, I mean, what do we do? I don't, I don't even know how that evens out, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, big corporations like Amazon, <coughs> they hire... <coughs> well, let's run it down here. So you have big corporations like Amazon putting other stores out of business. So we're losing all these retail stores, right? More and more of Amazon gets uh, automated, you know, every year, just a little bit more gets automated. So more people lose jobs. And then you get, it gets into the tech industry. And like right now, we've got Google Assistant that can answer phones and shit. And it sounds like a real person. And it's like, so those jobs, tech support, all these jobs, they get lost. But in the same token, all these companies that were buying this cheap automated labor, now they're not employing anybody. And there's a huge portion of the world that's unemployed, so they're going to lose profits because there's no one to buy their products. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know what happens. Like, I don't know. Where the hell does it go, dude? Where does it go? I always bring up how, you know, when they invented the forklift, when the forklift first came out, it put 90% of longshoremen out of, out of work. 90%. The forklift took. Um, I've worked at a factory where I was welding saves, and uh, you know there was like 30 people on my line. They had the exact same line that built that safe next to us, with three people watching over the automation. So it's like, I mean, everybody's seen it. You know, you go to the grocery store. No, I got this grocery store up here that gives you like a little scanning device and then you just walk through the store and scan your food and then pay as you walk out like and all the self-check and everything else it's like <clears throat> i don't know go into little caesars and you just buy it from a machine like how long until little caesar you know it's harder to stock shelves automated but uh realistically you i mean you could turn little caesars into a fucking kiosk I mean, that would be not that hard. That's probably not that far away, where it just, it's got this machine that fucking cooks them and fills them right there, keeps them hot, you give it the money, pull out the pizza, and then it just automatedly puts a new pizza in right there. You know, got your toppings, and... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know where the world is going, man, but it's not looking good for my kids. We'll get into this. I'm going to talk a little bit more into that whole area here after we get through our last bit of news. <gasps> um, so Stan Lee passed away. Uh, Monday morning, Stan was taken by an ambulance to Cedar sinai Medical Center, where uh, later he passed away at the age of 95. So, I mean, that dude had a damn good life. You know what I'm saying? And he looked good for his age, 95. Um... He started his career at Timely Comics in 1939. And, uh, you know, he was a writer, an editor, an illustrator, and a hell of a cameo uh, professional. He was, like, in every fucking Marvel movie. You'd see him in there, you know, all the way back to the first X-Men. Like, <clears throat> that dude probably had a... I heard he got screwed over the X-Men movies, but realistically... 
This dude had bank. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He was not hurting for anything. Stan fucking Lee. (gasps) And then that brings me into a discussion I want to have. Um... So I live in a a retirement home and, you know, throughout my life I've heard of older people, you know, baby boomers telling me how they used to live when they were kids. You know what I'm saying? And trying to compare it to what we got going on now. If not even looking at how much the population has grown since the baby boomers... (laughs) Like, shit has gotten a fuckload different. I mean, from, like, a comic book writer like Stan Lee. I mean, these guys were not very good artists. I mean, they weren't the best artists when they were starting. They'd write these comics, and, you know, they broke into this industry. Nobody else was doing it. Um, But it was fairly easy. I mean, you were a kid. Most of these guys, you know, uh, uh, from DC and Marvel, I mean, they... They were kids when they started drawing for these comic companies. And now, I mean, anybody who's went to school and had an art class, like, you see kids who are fucking amazing at drawing, and they will never have a career in with to do with art. Like, they will never have a career to do with art. You know, I mean, now you have all these people who are fucking amazing, and, uh, you know, it's just... It's not enough anymore. Now you need that college degree, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need more than to be some kid who's good at drawing and gets paid by uh, timely comics to write a comic strip every week. Like, that shit just... (coughs) It's not as easy. But in the same token... Now, we're going to argue both sides. In the same token, you have all this free media... So you can, you know, draw your own comics and put them up on social media and start your own free website and then even do a Kickstarter and like, I mean, there's definitely room for that shit. But how many people are already doing that? I mean, check, check Kickstarter out on comics and see how many people are drawing their own comics and trying to get enough money just to print them, not even to make money, just to be able to print the first issue, it's crazy, and the same thing with skateboarding, you know, I mean, if you've seen the Dogtown and Z-Boys skate videos, or the documentary, it's like these kids all skated together, and they were a whole group of kids who all went pro, because there was no one else doing it at the time, I mean, there was realistically no one else doing it at the time, nowadays, anybody can skateboard, anyone, Anyone can skateboard. You, I mean, if you're poor as shit, you can steal a skateboard from somebody and skateboard. It's that easy. Like, anyone can skateboard. So, to become a professional, it's just, I mean, you have to have a natural talent. If you don't have that natural talent, you might get pretty good. But that 14-year-old Brazilian kid who's skated every day of his life since he was three and he had a natural talent, that dude's going to skate circles around you. It's the same with biking. It's like... You know, when, when BMX, I was a kid, I was into BMX, and I remember when Dave Mira did the first first double backflip, I remember there was one guy who could bunny hop tail whip. Nowadays, everybody has to be able to bunny hop tail whip, it's just crazy, but I remember watching a video not too long ago, where this dude went up a quarter pipe, 
did a double backflip, landed on his back tire, bar spinned, and then 180 back into the quarter pipe. It's just, it's insane. You have so many, so much competition that, like, these kids, you know, it's like there's just. <clears throat> if you don't have a natural talent for this shit, it's uh, it's gonna be super hard for you to make it anywhere with it. <clears throat> and then it's like starting a business. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have to fucking go and get contractors' licenses and insurance and all this, fill out all these tax forms and shit. Back in the '60s, '70s, they just fucking started a business, and you know, I mean, it was my my dad used to do side work to pay his medical bills. I would love to hear someone today who is doing side work, painting doctors' offices to pay their medical bills. That shit doesn't happen. It does not happen. My dad, uh, he was making $14 an hour as a framer back in 1970. Now, if you're an entry-level framer today, you're probably going to make start out at ten dollars an hour. You know, depending on where you are, and if you're in a union or something like that. If you're in the private sector, probably eighteen to twenty-two is topped-out framing rate. You know,、um, but he could buy a house for twenty thousand. Cigarettes were a quarter a pack. Gas was only seventy cents. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> It's like. Fourteen dollars an hour went a fuckload farther than it does now, and it's just, it's, it's crazy. I mean, wages—the cost of living has not went anywhere close to how wages have risen. Anywhere close? I mean, it's not even close. Um. Yeah, it's like in here in Utah. I mean, I know there's middle of the country. You can buy houses for forty thousand. That's why we're going there. But I mean, anywhere on the West Coast, two hundred thousand is like an average price for a shack. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a totally different world. I had another boss. <clears throat> He was a little older than the baby boomer generation, but his um, it was the first mobile home park I worked for, and this dude was a reverend. And their parents—I mean, they had big families—but the lady who owned it、um, was married to the reverend dude. But、uh, and we'll get to him in the story. I'm fucking all over the place here. But her brother gave her the mobile home park that we worked for. Just fucking gave it to her. Their par- her parents, her mom gave her a house in Oxnard, a ranch, an avocado ranch. In Oxnard, with like ten acres, dude. Like that shit doesn't happen anymore. I mean, you could buy property back in the even in the eighties for there wasn't like the real estate game wasn't this big overdrawn thing. It's just it's crazy. Like, but back to this dude. So he was telling me when he was my age, I was like twenty at the time. Um, he told me his bank would give him eight percent on his savings account, eight percent every year. He would get eight percent interest on his savings account. Eight percent. Do you know what interest is in a bank account nowadays? It's like point zero zero eight three. Like, there's. It's just. It's. But we do have all the social media and. 
you know, but we've got a lot more regulations. There's a fuckload more regulations, you know what I'm saying? So where, where is it easier? I mean, obviously, when they were kids, there was no YouTube. You couldn't just go and end up becoming a superstar on YouTube or playing video games, playing Twitch, or have these... I mean, you know, 90% of everyone who makes money online is teaching someone else how to make money online. I mean, they still had those types of fucking... Uh, um, rich dad, poor dad people, you know what I'm saying, like, that shit was still around, but I don't know, there's a fuckload more competition, <clears throat> but my question is, what do our kids do, you know what I'm saying, like, what do the kids that are growing up now do, how is their, um, how are their lives going to be compared to the baby boomers' lives, you know? We've fucking poured the country in debt. We're, uh, every, every government in the world owes money. I mean, every government in the world is negative. It's like that's the next crash, right? I mean, that's the next crash. The last time it was the banks. This time it's going to be the governments. And who bails out the fucking governments? It's going to be like, you know, they're going to have to wipe the slate clean eventually, and what happens then, as more automation and artificial intelligence comes out, and less jobs are available, you know what I'm saying, you got drones delivering shit, I mean, there's automated cars, when automated cars are perfected, like, are they even, they'll probably hold back for a while, just so people can have work, you know what I'm saying, but then eventually, it's just gonna, you know, well, uh, yeah, we're gonna do this, because we're gonna make billions of dollars off of it, and probably trillions, so we need to push this through, I just, I don't, I don't see what the fuck my kids are gonna do, I've told my kids, I got, um, I've got three kids, and my older kids are 10 and 11 right now, and I told my kids that if they can start making over $100,000 a year on the internet, whether it's streaming, starting a podcast, whatever the fuck they're doing, you know, I will drop them out of school. At that point, what can their teacher teach them? A bunch of U.S. propaganda? A bunch of bullshit? Can their teacher show them how to make more money? I doubt it. Their teachers don't make that kind of money. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what do you do? The kid who created Angry Birds, is he going to go to school? Like, it's one thing to take college classes and learn shit that you're interested in, but does he need to go for the basics? Fuck no, that kid's succeeded. He's better, he's done better than the goddamn principal. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is that school gonna teach him? Math? He can pay somebody to teach him math. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm banking on. I've tried to tell my kids, you know, that's what you need to do. And I know that's not a reliable business forever, but realistically, what's what's going to be better for them, a high school diploma or all the contacts they'll meet when they're making ass tons of money on YouTube, and then they get into, you know, whatever it is, editing, or, you know, they'll learn something more valuable than what school will teach, and I just, you know, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you do, it's like, <clears throat> my, uh, my generation, I was a fuck-up kid, you know, I dropped out of school, and 
joined the carnival and started traveling around and doing drugs and I had I had a good damn good time and realistically I don't regret any of that because I mean that was the only time in life where you could have the good time you know I know a lot of kids who ended up uh, doing that shit after they started college and then they like they fucked their shit up pretty bad I mean they're not getting out of it you know what I'm saying so like when I was doing that, I was under 18, I, none of my charges are there anymore, it's like, uh, you know, I'm not in any legal trouble, I what didn't damage, I didn't have a career, I didn't have a career to damage, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have any work history gaps, because I had kids right when I turned 20, so like, by that time I was already working, and then I had to take shit seriously, but what I'm getting at is my generation... Uh, I graduated in 04, well, I would have been graduating in 04, but all my friends who graduated in 04, you know, all of them that went to college, it's like, I got this one kid I know that was, I mean, he was a smart kid all throughout high school, went to college, he got a bachelor's degree in botany, and, you know, then he started fucking his life up and shit, but he's back on schedule, he's got three kids or two kids now, but, uh, he worked at a fucking, he was a manager at a Cold Stones, you know what I'm saying, him and his wife, and now he's a stay-at-home dad, while his wife is a manager at Cold Stones, like, it's just, I don't, I don't see what you do, I, I knew, I knew dozens and dozens of kids that went to college, and it didn't do anything but put them in debt, Nothing. I mean, nothing. Everyone has a fucking college degree. When we went to college, when we were at the age to go to college, everybody pushed computers on us. And guess what? Everybody has a fucking, some sort of degree in computer science or some bullshit. The same shit that you could go and learn online, it's like a lot of these fucking entrepreneurs and people who can write code and all this shit, that they didn't learn that shit in school, they fucking learned it because they had an interest in computers, it's just like, what do you do, what, what do you do, what do you, where do I put my kids, what direction do I point them, you know what I'm saying, what direction do I point my kids so they can get ahead, I definitely not pointing them in the direction of college, like, hell no, hell no, dude, that's just not, I don't know. I don't know. If you guys got an answer, hit me up. Uh, I'm on Twitter at ScottHay86 and Instagram, ScottHay86. And then uh, I'm on Facebook now, ScottHay. I don't, there, I've got like six different Facebook accounts. So good luck finding that one. I wouldn't even try. Maybe I'll link it up in the description one of these days. But you guys have a good one. I'm getting out of here. Gotta go to two jobs today. So. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.